we're playing Scum and Villainy, a hack of Blades in the Dark. Our party is the crew of the Dragon's Wings, a mercenary ship taking unlicensed bounty hunting work across the sector. I'm Nick, and I'll be the GM. I'm joined by Seamus. Hi. Charlie. Hey. And Aaron. Hello. So, uh, you've all built some bounty hunters to play. Uh, who wants to be the first to tell me about theirs? Oh, shit, let's start with the captain, the of most course. important one. Of course. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to be playing off the uh, the mechanic sheet, um, uh, playing Riley, who's a 20-year-old um, cyborg hacker um, with a uh, genius pet named uh, Vespa. Excellent. Um, I'm going off the mystic character build. I am the extraordinary Xavier Balthazar Debonair, ex-mercenary and travelling through the system on his beautiful, beautiful chrome legs. Good, and... And I'll be playing the Stitch. I'll be playing Dr. Rufus Kilpatrick, a psychic mollusk. <laughs> I just, I'm a, Full uh, stop. Yes. Full stop. <laughs> I like it. A lot of this game is throwing you guys right in the action, so we will do exactly that. And oh, you'll all have the chances to set your approach on this. As you'll see on your character sheets, there are a list of approaches that you can take to any given job. Yes. Uh, normally I would decide this before you set in, but uh, this is something that will come out of your actual situation. I'll let you guys describe where you are in these starting positions. Where you are at is a high-end party. You are in the city of Fruiting Tree on the planet Smounger. This is a place of high technology. This is a place uh, reclaimed from the deep jungle, and it's being turned into this huge, very closely packed-in metropolis. Uh, you are all at an art showing at the moment. They are. Uh, it's a. It's an art showing slash museum showing. Uh, what has happened here is this is being held by a group called the Star Consort, and they're showing off this big new ac- acquisition that's been donated to them, which is this huge precursor sculpture that's been placed in the middle. It's. It's an orb with some holes in it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, we still don't have a good sense of like what these ancient societies considered art maybe this was actually a very practical thing but it's been donated to them they're very happy about it and they have thrown a party around it because they throw a party for most things (laughs) (laughs) any excuse to drink right yes oh hell yeah yeah so uh you're all here at this party because you are hunting the person who made this donation so a group you've been working closely with are a group of gun and drug runners called the oakshot syndicate and Oakshot have sent you after one of their own, actually. A man named Ariel Snow. Ariel Snow. Ariel Snow. Uh, <clears throat> the kind of work that Snow does is entertainment packages for executives. It's oh, okay. a lot of taking frustrated businessmen out into the jungle and letting them fire very big guns. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, selling some on the side. And uh, this was going quite well for the syndicate uh, right up until one of these executives decided it was bring your laser carbine to work day thankfully the only victim there was his boss's sports car (laughs) (laughs) but it was a big enough of an issue for that guy like that gun's being claimed by the authorities and they are pretty pissed that those kinds of weapons are getting into the hands of civilians Uh, so oakshot has asked this guy to go undercover he has flatly refused because this is the best kind of advertising he could ever ask for oh that's true (laughs) and it's your job to bring him in otherwise this dude's gonna get himself arrested within the week 
Okay. And so, bring him in, we shall. Yeah, your last tale on this guy, uh, the events of this happened about a week ago, and a day later, a day after he refused to come back in, he donated this specific piece out of his personal collection. Mm. Okay. So have we heard of this guy having mm. a big collection before now, or is this like out of the oh, blue? You, you've never heard of this dude before. Okay, okay. So this is just like just straight up hiring, like this guy wasn't like pretty well known or anything. Right, right. Or at least you guys wouldn't have kept tabs on someone like him. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're not sort of in like we're not matching businesses. Yeah, mm. yeah. Not not really, no. <laughs> yeah. We're in the bounty business. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not the heavy weapons business. Yet. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh you will all be giving I'll ask for a description of where you guys are set up at this party, whether you'd um take a stealthy approach to coming in here or whether you guys are going to mingle um i think as far as xavier goes like his forte is like the information trafficking and sneaking in and just swaying people to his way and getting the information he needs through sweet talking and just general eavesdropping <laughs> and suavishness yeah do, do you want to give me a, a visual picture here of your character oh yeah that's a that's a good point um xavier is well, we're not really quite sure what it is he is, because he looks entirely human for the most part. Very dashing, very debonair. <laughs> he uh, he takes appearance as his, like, appearances as everything. His hair's all sleek back, his eyebrows are on sleek. Like, there's nothing, like, <laughs> off about his outfit. Yeah. It's all very rich, mm. like, fabrics and just loose and flowing. But sort of the, the, the thing that sort of draws your attention to Xavier more than most, aside from the fact that he does look very high society like given his line of work is that he has these two gleaming very high-tech uh bionic legs and um they are they're curved in a way similar to uh runner's prosthetics so they give him a bit more bounce and lift to when mm. he walks and mm. unbeknownst to the, the general populace they actually come with uh, retra- uh retractable side blades so that's sort <laughs> of like his uh yes. his kick-ass go-to but um yeah, uh, uh, being an informant, Xavier sort of just sort of keeps that to himself. And I did mention that he's not entirely human. He looks human for the most part, but he's got s- sort of like what he con- considers uh, genetic deformities that he knows come. He knows come. He knows comes from. I got there eventually. That's the important <laughs> part. S- from some kind of alien species or life form, but he's not sure which. His skin has a kind of like like a silvery bluey tinge to it it's kind of iridescent okay. very slightly so in his eyes um the pupils are similar to uh, goat's pupils mm, and that's oh. really the only um distinction he has um from humans aside from that sort of glow not glow but just different hue to his skin and those pupils he'd be entirely human as far as like organs and where everything is placed it's completely human it's just those few things and it's caused a bit of difficulty for Xavier in his life, so he's very keen to sort of get out there and find what kind of alien looks like this and, well, basically who he is and where he came from. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid to get his hands dirty doing so, because as far as he's concerned, that's the fastest way to do things. <laughs> okay, so uh, my image for you here, this is being held in this big... It's it's a floor of a building, but it's... Uh, ooh, 
warehouse shaped warehouse sized it's a big it's open uh the theme is ancient orbs so they've got this big one in the middle and then they've just set up a bunch of smaller pedestals where they've mm. pulled out all the orbs they have <laughs> all these they have, a, have a large collection of orbs just so beautiful just orbs everywhere yeah and I'm imagining you just there with these uh, people, like with uh, space togas on, yeah, <laughs> all standing around yeah. with flutes of champagne, going. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, I, I. That's an orb. <laughs> <laughs> pamphlet shuffling. Yeah. Um, people are, are fighting over reading the the little plaques. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> they, they've got space headphones and they're going around. <laughs> yeah. Job. Little, on a guided tour. Walkmans. Space Walkmans. Yeah. No, and he's he's definitely. Um, he's definitely dressed for the occasion. He knows how to blend in. So he is, um, it, black is his color. So he sort of sticks to his blacks and grays, but it's very mm. fancy and like toga. There's not a lot of skin showing at all. He like down to the wrists and down to where his, um, basically he pretty much primarily wears skirts so he's, just because it's easiest yeah. for like, his, he's like, like a, a bionic Lord Byron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's, like, that's like pretty, yeah. Pretty exotic. accurate actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What, by the way, what is your vice again? Oh, my vice. I actually, I actually have two. My main one for, a um, well, this, the, the secondary one is that it's his par- appearance is everything to him. He's always got to be clean shaven. He's always got to be Vanity. looking. Va- he's vain <laughs> as fuck, boy. Like, goddamn. So for a quick uh, clarification here, we haven't gotten into these mechanics yet, but uh, vice rolls clear people's stress. Stress is a mechanic in this game where you can get yourself more stressed out to have higher effects for things. Mm. And you've got to clear that between jobs. Yeah. So like after a job, if I got all bloodied and dirty, the way I would relieve that is just going and taking a nice long hot soak, doing my brows, having a nice clean shave. Like I like you know this boy has <laughs> polish for his legs, so they get all like chromey and shiny. Yes, I really want to see that overindulgence. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just like get up it's, in the morning yeah. and he's like he's stretched out on like the like the the, the fucking like control minute. panel yeah. and he's just like buffing his legs. <laughs> literally literally glowing. Literally uh, uh, glowing, yeah. yeah. But his main primary vice um, is he has what he considers to be the universe's biggest sweet tooth. And it's not just a regular sweet tooth. And in space, like, good sugar- sugary confections are hard to come by. Like, I, everyone's got their junior mints and fucking butterscotch candies, but this, if he hears tale of, like, this this chef, like, this boyardee fucking, <laughs> like, sweet chef, or, like, this little niche shop, or this... Just some place where you can get this real high class, like anything just laced with sugar. He is on that. He will do anything to get that. And he's he's pretty convinced that um he's got to have a pretty high intake of sugar. It's another side effect mm, of his mm. like mystery Xeno sort of like right. okay. genetics. So he has to have a fair bit of like sugar in his diet. But boy, did he like it. <laughs> Like you know that you know you know the types of candies you get in like places like Japan and Korea where they're all so like the the, the lollies themselves are like so tiny but they take like hours to make and they're so fancy mm, yeah that kind of shit he will do yeah. anything to get he's his into, hands on that fancy uh, fancy yeah stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah watching those Facebook videos just drooling <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, dude they like lives make for the that... tiny food yeah <laughs> lives for the food porn that's that's all he's about 
<laughs> with the 15 minute interval description of uh xavier rubbing his nipples watching uh <laughs> watching watching like master chef it's like that scene in shrek where lord farquaad's looking in the mirror yeah. like, like a except it's just like like fucking dessert.com or whatever i don't know like oh the, it's like the great british bake-off like that's it yeah <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, give me that royal icing. So where are you in the, at this party? I imagine um, first place he goes is just at any party, it's straight to the buffet because he's got to you got to check out the dessert section. And typically, like when everyone's taking, spice is already Wait, coming into play. You're on a job. Spice is already coming into play. <laughs> Yo, it's a it's a it's a bodily function. It's a necessity. He's got to do it, man. But um, he also realizes that like in these kind of situations, when you're look like going around and looking at the actual things you tend to be silent introspective and consume the art whether people actually start talking and being gossipy bitches is at the food table where yep. there's the drinks and there's the foods that's the first place mm. he's gonna go be all relaxed and just throw on his suaveness nice yeah absolutely uh i'll ask rufus next because he's the next most likely to fit in here mm, i uh, guess the the big giant psychic mollusk <laughs> yeah you look the most like an orb in the room i am um, <laughs> well like here's here's the thing like you've got a nice uniform absolutely yeah, yeah yeah i i i as soon as i heard wind about this party i was i was at the wardrobe getting out my military uh my former military dress um yeah. and and uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about this because uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm culture suave, uh, and I I am also kind of indulging something that isn't meant <laughs> like I'm not really focused on the job yet. I'm kind of just entranced with this orb, um, uh, this, <laughs> this, yeah, this good. huge ball, um, and, secret and I'm, ball. I'm I'm, I'm can there. I fit inside of that? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like I'm looking at it and I'm I'm going you know. I feel despair when I look at it. What about you? And I, I turn to other people. I'm, I'm like kind of goading them for their impressions on <laughs> on the work itself. Yeah. Um, this is this is just a giant sphere. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Like this thing's about the size of a car. It's about the size of a car. Yeah, okay. It's, it's brown. It's got some big holes. It's hollow in the middle. What What does it look like? It's made out of. Uh, it's got like a stone texture to it, but it's definitely a metal. You see this stuff mm. in a lot of uh, precursor artifacts. Really? Yeah, it's it's not a material that anyone knows how to work with anymore. Hmm. And then you said there were holes inside it. Yes. Um. Yeah. And like looking through those holes, there's nothing in the middle. No. 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 Nothing. Nothing that looks precursory and arcane. Um. And and you know, dangerous. It's 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 a dormant artifact, is what it is. Yeah, no, no one's figured out how to switch it on. There's no obvious console to this thing. Because I I, I, I walked into this party, I saw that orb, um, and I, I knew it was a precursor artifact. Yeah, but but there's also like the little voice inside my head is saying bomb over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, because this the, the the contact or the 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 bounty rather is is a uh, heavy weapons yeah true, uh, true, true. <laughs> heavy weapons aficionado. Um uh so there's it could be modern art or it could be an explosive <laughs> device an IED. That's <laughs> like that's they're the they're the two options that have so like while and, I'm stroking my shell yeah. my shell face um my chin shell face 
Um, uh, I'm kind of weighing those options up inside my head. Yes. Is it just a piece of modern art, or is it is it actually dangerous? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Captain Riley. Uh, the reason I said uh, at least likely your character's uh, 19. Yeah, um, like 19, 20. Yeah. Like pr- pr- pretty young. Yeah. Um, she's probably actually going to be coming up in her... Um, uh, mechanics gear like full full kitted out yep. this is not really any different to what she normally wears um goggles on her on her head um <laughs> okay uh, tool belt on <laughs> oh, uh, dragonling wrong. dragonling perched on shoulders oh, you've brought the dragon brought that's the right dragon. <laughs> that's right all the way um so the dragonling perches on the on, on her shoulders and wraps uh, the tail around one of her arms and i'm i'm gonna walk straight up to the entrance uh and that's how she's gonna go into this as a um uh, emergency engineer for a mechanical glitch that's gone wrong at the party that needs to be investigated. That's good. Uh, we'll jump okay. to that right after we do our engagement roll. Mm. Um, that decides your starting position. Initiative. Uh, how good things are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, this will be a single dice roll for you. Um, in the future, you'll be able to like up this, by, um, this stuff like, is the operation particularly bold or daring? Does it expose a particular vulnerability? Um, uh, only one of you will be rolling this. Oh, okay. Captain? Um. <laughs> Alright. I'll, 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 I'll roll the first dice. Yeah. Four. Okay. Okay. It's respectable. Uh, mixed result, you're in a risky position when the action starts. <laughs> so, like, the front, the, the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Where all I'm, the guards I'm are. I'm inside the Monarch by this point. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing that makes it risky is while you're inside, it's actually Rufus that catches wind of this because mm. you do have some uh, latent sort of attunement where mm. you like you can catch whiffs of psychic energy. Yeah, um, this relic, like as you're doing deep scrutiny to it, maybe not as dormant as everyone thinks. So you do have this, uh, like you correctly identified. Ah. It is a bomb. It's not necessarily a bomb, but it definitely does mm. something. Uh, and you, like you people, are the only ones who know who the donor is. It's anonymous to everyone else. Mm. So no one else has any real reason to be suspicious of this, but you do. So no one, like I'm looking around. There, there are people obviously scrutinizing the orb. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and and. Do any of them show any hints of worry? No, not at all. Everyone's keeping it pretty cool and calm. So there's, yeah. yeah. Um, question that hasn't been asked. The yep. donor isn't here, is he? I have not seen the donor. You've, not... you've got a picture of this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That I'm, I'm taking out every... So I'm holding to the faces. <laughs> <laughs> Humans, they all look the they, same. They all look the same to me. <laughs> Just squishy man flesh. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so this thing, this thing can be activated, or has the potential to be activated, I should say. Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, passing over to Riley. So, uh, you walk up, are you looking to find a specific... Um, I'm assuming there's some sort of, like, there's someone would be guarding this ve- this venue, right? There's... Or is it just open and anyone can walk in? It's open, anyone can walk in. This isn't, like, a <clears throat> private event. Great. In that case, I would like to look for the security room. 
this is there's, this there's, is an open event, right? No, but like, <laughs> I want to like, go to the heavily guarded place. But there's, but there's gonna be so this is this is this is priceless artifacts and artwork, right? Mm, yeah. They're not gonna just have them on display without any sort of security setup. Yeah, no. so there's gonna be like like a head office or at least where there's just like something to monitor cameras. all the security cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This is it's inside of a Stark Consort building. You've gone up an elevator to get here. This is like a third floor thing. Right. Okay. Ah, so. uh, okay. In that case, I'm probably going to look for a table that's against a wall mm-hmm. and go underneath it and hide underneath <laughs> the... Um... <laughs> and just say that till it fucking closes? No, and then move the table closer to some sort of outlet. Oh, sweet you... Jesus. You're metal gearing this. Do you... Yeah. Do you... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when you say outlet... Something I can connect into and, you know, yeah. patch myself into the, the cameras that are in this room. Mm. Okay. Uh, would you like to give me a roll for that? Sure. Um, part of this is, like, I don't <clears throat> ever tell you guys what to roll. Mm. You make that decision yourselves. And well, I'll just tell you what sort of uh, position that will get you in. I'm guessing I'm probably trying to skulk around. And, and melt my, brought too much attention, so I'll make a skulk roll. All right, yep. Uh, how's your skull score? I have a one in skulk. Okay. That was better than nothing. I love this. <laughs> Full-blown mechanic. Dragon on shoulder. Hides <laughs> under it. Just strides brazenly into an art gallery and then hides under a table. Um, <laughs> this is where the problem is. <laughs> That's a three. Ooh. Cool, bad result. <laughs> I, I think uh, you go up, you start uh, looking around to try and find, mm. like, uh, which table is already closest to a point. Like, there are tables, like, all around the outside of this mm. place. Like, there's a whole food table thing going on. You think that one of these may already have a thing under them? Um, and there's a section where, it, like, it's a pretty broad-looking table. And if, like, anything's going to be under there, it's going to be under this big section. You do actually skulk under there successfully. No one sees you, to your knowledge. There is someone else down here. <laughs> <laughs> hey! They like- are unconscious. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Who is it? And how are they unconscious? Were they like Do they look like the, uh, the donor? They do not look like the donor. Okay. Um, this would have been a guest here. It's a woman in about her 50s. Uh, she's wearing a very flash robe. She has a lot of very nice jewelry on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't look like she's been robbed or anything. Correct. Does she have any sort of um, uh, communication device, like a uh, tech of any sort that, that would be used? Uh, yeah, you have a scruffle through her robe pockets. I don't know where they keep the pockets on robes, but... Somewhere. I, uh, somewhere. It's like a fanny pack <laughs> under the robes. <laughs> robes don't have pockets. It's just fanny packs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what happens in the 40th century. Everything's just holstered. Yeah. Everyone always wears holsters, and they're individually designed holsters for everything. You've got a coin holster, you've got your smartphone holster. Oh my god. You've got your pens holster. It's it's just one big pocket that you put yourself into. Like a Snuggie. Um, (laughs) A pocket Snuggie. This is a dystopian future that we live in where everyone wears Snuggies. And it's cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You're scruffling through this Snuggie holster. Whatever it is. Uh, you find a communications device in there. Awesome. You I'd... find a second communications device in there. Awesome. 
I would like to hack them to find out who this person was. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to make a hack roll on that. Mm-hmm. My hack score is one. Yep. Odds are it's... That's a two. But... But... I'm going to resist <laughs> the consequences of this because I'm a hacker and I'm going to expend my special armor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to resist the consequences of hacking. Yep. Mm. Okay, um, you'll give me a resist roll for that. Uh, what does hacking come under? No, no, no. I, I expend oh, the special armor. special armor, so you don't need to. I don't need actually. to make the resist roll. Mm. Okay, so you get in. Awesome. Who am I looking at? Who is this person? Uh, you <clears throat> get into this. Uh, this um, You can find from this, this woman's name is Catherine Quigley. Uh, she is a chief accountant at a firm that you're not super familiar with. Okay. Two mobile phones. Yeah. Um, you find all of this information off of uh, the one phone. The other phone uh, isn't really used. It's only been used to communicate with one number. Oh, it's not, oh, just, it's not a work phone, home phone kind of situation. Which, <laughs> it's a burner shit. It's, it, is, mm. it is a burner phone, which is uh, giving instructions for a game. What are the instructions? Uh, the instructions are... Well... The, you learn a couple things here. The The first thing that you learn is um, that this game appears to have been set up by Ariel Snow. The second is that there are four other players at the moment. Uh, the win state for the game is that you incapacitate all of the other members. Mm, okay. Everyone has been given a stun weapon. <laughs> uh, all stuns must be completely secret, cannot be discovered. You do not find a stun weapon on this woman. Oh, that's good. That's like a fun game. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. All stuns must be... Yes. So, so, so it says all stuns can't be discovered. So I mean, if a stun is discovered, they lose the game? Or the stunned victim is discovered. Uh, or is it just probably both. Probably both. I, yeah, I, both I, I presume sense. both. Like, like if if they are seen stunning somebody and you know the body is found, it's yeah. like ah, you probably lose regardless of the game. Mm, yeah. Right. Uh, the reward is an invitation to his private game. Mm. This guy oh. likes games. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'd like to have a flashback. Yep. To when we were back on the ships. Yes. And I handed out communication devices mm-hmm. to the rest of the team. Um, like earpieces that were that, that, not earpieces, more like um, implants that can be put on the skin too, so we can communicate to each other. Yeah, um, I hate taking these things into jobs. Look, you know that you need them. What have you done to it? Nothing. Do they it's least... not going to explode this time. I promise. Do they at least look good? You can put it in a place where it can't be seen. Look, the second <sighs> you put it on, and I put I put one on underneath my ear, <laughs> it blends into your skin. Yeah, well, I suppose it's better than something just ostentatious. I could have given you one of these, and I ha- hold up a uh, bunch of headsets, old oh. school oh, wires. Um, <laughs> would you prefer one of Little these? Little lapel mics. <laughs> <laughs> As a reaction, I'd like to try and attune to this, like what I believe are precursor relics. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, that's good. Uh, just take one stress for that, I reckon. And yeah, you can communicate this information to the rest of the team. Too easy. Guys, I um I found a body underneath the table. Uh, I, I turn around from the orb. <laughs> I, I, Which I table? Think the big one. 
There are so many. <laughs> I look around. There's 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 like a buffet table. There's there's like that. I imagine this. this yeah, is just come on, tell orb. me the kinds of tables. I'd you like find to. Yeah. An orb showing. I don't know. I'm showing. <laughs> I'd like to reach out of the table and just try and grab the first uh, food item that's on top and bring uh, it back over. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're no, like. Don't st- worry, I found you. Standing over by the food, you see the hand come up. Oh god! You, you like shuffle to the side a bit y- so that no one else. Yeah, sees yeah it. no, I, I just sort of like <laughs> just stand in front of it, just sort of just like shove like a like an unbladed foot just like under the fucking table. Like, god damn it! <laughs> is it alive? Is the body alive? Is the body alive? <clears throat> um, that's not really my area of. Does it have a expertise? Pulse? That's not really my that's, area of. Um, that, you might need a doctor that, for that. That would be my although, area of expertise. Although, there is a phone that has messages on it about a game. Um, and I think it might just be stunned. Okay. Well. And there's probably going to be four other people that are also like this. Four others? Four others. Yeah. Um, what was the. Um, mm-hmm. The guy's name? Alias Snow? Uh, Ariel. Ariel. Ariel Snow. Ariel. Ariel Snow setting up this game, and whoever wins goes to his private game. This is the weirdest invitation to a king party I've ever had of, but whatever. <clears throat> okay, so what you're Xavier, s- what is kink? Uh, I'll explain it back on the ship. Um, I won't let you forget. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, we're going to be look- on the lookout for a. Uh, Four other people that are stunning other people, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna do what I do and I'm gonna hack into the security cameras and have a look around. Mm. I'm gonna hack into the security cameras and have a look around. Yes, yeah, you've got yourself a. Uh, there is actually a point underneath this table that you can get into. It was not a failure in that regard. Guess we'll make a, another hack roll. Yeah, absolutely. That's a five. Nice. Mm. It's good. Um, yeah, you're in the system. You have eyes on everything. All seems... right. So, Ooh. analyst as well. Five is... Uh, there is a complication sense. to that, however. Okay. I'll also just let you know, uh, analyst. Yep. Um, when you hack a system, you may also ask a question about the owner or location of the system, as though you had rolled a six on gather info, when you resist the consequences of, ha- of hacking. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so when you rolled it, well, put on D6. So I also get to, because I've hacked into the system, mm. I know the uh, information about the security company that set up the uh, security. Yes. Are they, uh, I guess, a, a well-known security company? Are they, are they d- detailed? A star consort has their own internal ah, security okay. people. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So it's, it's all managed in building. Everyone who works for the security team is in this specific building. Okay. Um, do either of you have a method for tracking down? I I think uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to um, pull out one of my uh, my uh, one of my uh, mystic items for this for this bit. Um, yep. And that that'd be my uh, my my logbook for all my informants and people who owe me anything. Yes. And I'd sort of like to go through that and just on the off chance that I see any guests that are in this book or that I know of or uh, at this party as well okay so if there's like any sort of like high baller like 
like debutantes or politicians at this like art gathering that have <coughs> let's just say sort of nefarious underground backgrounds kind of dealing that I've dealt with secretly in the past seeing if any, I have a record of any of these people and maybe sort of they're probably more likely to be the people that are a part of this game right mm. okay mm-hmm. yeah so I, I think th- you might know the people who are participating in this game I, I think I, I think I'd like to try and suss out who are the more shady like uh, sort of the more shady like participants in like not participants that's the wrong word the the uh fucking people at the party museum mm. yeah. like and all of um, the patrons here i just kind of want to figure out who looks the shadiest because i feel like um uh, uh ariel snow isn't about to just grab like any like tom dick or harry he's gonna try and <coughs> grab someone who would be sort of willing to par- partake in this game mm. yeah um, I, can... I um i get on the communicator to you Mm. Um, Xavier, um, Riley said that she found a body under underneath the the banquet table. Yes. Do you like to take a look at that body? Um, I can certainly try, but the buffet table's a little busy. Is it? Just I imagine. Oh, just yeah, drop, yeah, yeah. drop a yeah. piece of food on the floor. Humans do I that would, all the time. But, uh, and, uh, they, uh, and then they pick it up. There's what is it? The five five second rule. That's it. Oh God. Oh god. Okay, I won't drop food. That's just no. But I'll make it act natural. But just you know, have a look under some, the table. Something out. Okay. Um, um, for scale reference, there's about 150 people here. <laughs> you have not seen anyone you know, but you know, you may be under something if you want to find some other way to research. Yeah. Any of yeah. These people. Okay. Okay. Um. I think. Yeah. I. I. I sort of go back on the communicator. If if you really want me to, this this buffet table is a little busy right now. If if you want me to go under there, which I'm more than willing to do, love, you're gonna need to make me a distraction to get these people away from this buffet table for a minute because there's a good twenty odd people around this table, and I'm not getting under there without someone seeing me. I'm gonna need more than a five seconds to uh check the check this lady's pulse. That might be a Riley thing to do. I can make a distraction. <laughs> yes, that is a good point. Because I I have a qualm about this giant orb in front of me. Oh, yeah? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm attuned to such things. Mm-hmm. Precursor artifacts, like this one in front of us. And it is a precursor artifact. Anyway, it's kind of just sort of half turned on. Turned on to do what, precisely? That's exactly what I want to find out. Okay. We should switch places. We shouldn't. (laughs) I can investigate the object and poke around, and then you can investigate the body. I mean, I... It's not a mechanical device. This thing is... It's mechanical to someone. Mechanical to me, yes. (laughs) Anyway. I mean... I'd like to study this, if I may. (laughs) That's what I've been building up to. Once I have my preliminary findings, I'll relay it to you, and perhaps you can d- potentially disarm <coughs> an IED. Well, I do have my explosive disarming uh, nanites. Ah, that's, we'll, we'll probably hold off on that as a sort of last resort kind of thing. <sighs> okay. I, I would like to study this orb. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, when, like, and uh, my Doctor Strange ability allows me to ask and receive a faithful answer to the question... Um, 
why could this be dangerous? Okay. Um, I need to start doing a thing here, which is explaining your position to you before you get into any of these yep. things. So I need to say whether it's a controlled, risky, or desperate move. Yep. And uh, what kind of effect you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, for this, I'm going to call that <laughs> a risky standard move. Mm-hmm. There is a risk associated with incorrectly attuning to artifacts. You would know this. Sometimes they react badly. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. But from the sounds of it, you're studying it, not attuning. I it. would just like to study it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's my... Uh, that's all I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that the, the level of appreciation of modern art has done, I can get down to brass tacks and actually figure out how this thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and roll a study check. Um, now, the re- refresh me on the rolling system again. Yep. Um, uh, when I roll, how many, like, the, the arrows on the page here, yep. what do I... Um, uh, well, each of those represents a die. Each of those represents a die. Yeah, yep. you can take uh, two stress to add an extra one to that. Mm-hmm. If a teammate assists you, you can add an extra die to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and roll two. Yep, you can also ask for devil's bargains. Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> How do they work again? Yep. Um, uh, mm. I will make some kind of offer for you to get an extra die. I will but... say you get this, but this bad thing happens. Okay. Mm. That seems fair. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and give it a prelim study check. Um, that's a four and a two. Four is a higher roll there. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> and and I ask. I ask why. Why could this be dangerous? I'm just. I'm studying it, trying to size it up. Yes. It's a giant orb. It's hollow. Um. Uh, the material is is arcane. Yeah. No one knows how to how to work it. But there's nothing to me just based on empirical evidence that would suggest any kind of immediate danger. Absolutely. So uh, this is your Doctor Strange ability. Yes. Which comes into this. Do you want to read that to me real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my research and fields of study are fringe, esoteric, and focus on the mystical. Um, I can always handle precursor artifacts safely. Um, yep. When I study an artifact or doctor a strange substance, I can ask one, what could this do or why could this be dangerous? Yeah. Uh, if I'd known that, I would have set this as uh, controlled because you, oh, okay. like, uh, things are never going to misfire in your hands. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you're looking into this thing. Uh, you're definitely not getting bomb vibes off of it. Mm. Actually, like as you're having a look at it, you can start like sizing out some of these holes, which uh, mostly are about dish-sized. And just looking in, the, the way it's curving off the inside, uh, you can see how things would refract inside of this. It's a disco ball. <laughs> this is a disco ball. But a potentially dangerous one? Potentially. It's, it's for some sort of refraction or amplification purposes. Of light, oh, presumably. Light or energy or mm. s- just something nefarious. Most likely, anyway. Because light and energy are always nefarious. <laughs> just uh, with a general study check, like, does do I do I get a sense that this thing is capable of generating that energy source? Uh, not of generating energy, but if someone were to put a large amount of energy into it. Oh my god! So if someone were to tase it, it's not a bomb. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not a bomb. Um, this is this is. I believe this artifact is used in. Uh, 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 you use it with energy weapons. 
Like it's a focusing crystal. Yes, it's a focusing crystal. But a big focusing crystal. And it has a lot of holes in it that are just going to splay out everywhere. Like a focusing grenade. Oh. Kind of. Yes. Oh, that could complicate things. But why? I mean, there wasn't a guest list or anything to this sort of thing. No. No. But it does tend to be sort of like, just sort of higher society kind oh, of people in yeah, here. it's the orb crowd. Yeah, the orb <laughs> crowd. Oh, yeah. That high society life mm. shit. Now, Riley, I, I believe now is the time that we should switch places. I'd like to walk over to the buffet table, mm-hmm. if I may, and I'd like to pick up a piece of food, and I, I give Xavier uh, the equivalent of a mollusk wink, which is just tilting my head a little bit. Um, and and as, as, I, as I put the piece of food up to my still-shelled face... Um, I drop it, <laughs> and I go, oh no, <laughs> God. I've yeah. dropped food on the floor, one, oh. and I like I start counting, like do a countdown as I slowly bend down to pick it, oh, God. Um, and uh, I, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like, like lift up the, the I guess the, the dining table uh, uh, cloth. And I look inside, and Riley is there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wave in as well, and then I pick up the piece of food, and I go, okay, uh, how are we going to do this? Uh, <laughs> which one of you are giving me the roll for this? <laughs> Dude, I don't think anybody like, ever get out of that. I have, I have a like, zero in Skulk. One of you can assist the other one. I have a clearly. one? So if you want to assist I'll me. go ahead and assist you. <laughs> That's two? Yep. I get, I get some stress for this, don't I? Uh-huh. Yep. It's a five. Nice. Yeah. That's what I like to like to see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have clarified that is a risky standard. Yeah. And so... We do the old switcheroo. Yep. <laughs> I go in, Riley comes out. Yes. Uh, uh, now, to clarify, uh, your goal with this was to do this without being noticed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know what happens here. You do the switcheroo. Um, as Riley's coming out, uh, she hands you all of the stuff for the looking into the security cameras. <laughs> oh. Yes. Hold this. I, I do. <laughs> and you're now uh, responsible for all of that. Uh, because you have your uh, eye drones, yep. uh, you can still access that feed. But like, if you want any sort of uh, zoom and enhance stuff... <laughs> Now I'm going to need you to press up, Q, 7B, toggle the right lever twice, and then jiggle the one that looks like a triangle light. Okay. How do, how do I turn it on? It's, it's already on. Is it? <laughs> uh, I flip over the tab. Oh, there it, there's the screen. I found it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just going to look for the, um... Oldi- oldest, wealthiest looking woman at the buffet. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, hopefully one without an entourage. <laughs> yeah. Because people in the uh, sphere community have la- large entourages. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. It's a big community. It's, like, really important. Yeah, I think I'm going to just find someone that looks like they would know a lot of people and just try to try to socialize yes. and trying to get them to talk talk about the inner workings of the orb community 
yes, uh, you find a matronly-looking woman. Mm. Uh, she's uh, got, like, one of those Elizabethan high-set... Uh, oh, hell yeah. Uh, oh, man. Arch Simpson head who's... <laughs> <laughs> With, like, pieces of fruit in it. Um, mm. Interwoven in. There's... <laughs> Flowers and things like that. She's got orbs in there. Okay, of course. <laughs> I, I, is she, is she she's, eating anything she's at the moment? She's sampling the space hummus. The sp- oh, Ooh, gosh. space hummus. Oh, I kind of like, just sort of like, like literally he makes, he makes that sound like sucks the air through his teeth. Cause like, that's the complete opposite of sweet. That's just like, <laughs> ah, okay. This is going to be, this is going to be harder than he thought. So he, he goes up and he goes. You know, standing next to you, my dear, I do feel entirely underdressed with this band. Oh, no matter, darling. <laughs> I wouldn't be intimidated by me. Oh, it's very hard, but I appreciate the sentiment. Nonetheless, I have to say, it's a rather, rather ostentatious display. I've never quite seen anything like this of you. Oh, I've seen some orbs in my time. <laughs> oh, I would I imagine you have, darling. Ostentatious doesn't even begin to describe the orbs I have seen. <laughs> Oh, I, you should tell me more. I'm quite new to the community myself. I mean, I only discovered them quite quite recently. Friend of a friend and all that, you know. But, I mean, I would love to know who's the who. Who should I be talking Like, you obviously, you sort of have your... You, this aura emanating from you. Like, you you know who to talk to in these sort of events. You know your way around these parties, dear. My name is Donna Lelou. Donna Lelou. Pleasure to meet Star you. Of the Consort. Oh, and I, I, I hold out a hand to like, yes. yeah, and I, I do the like the kiss. I imagine Ooh, she's wearing rings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kiss, on, kiss on the rings, never on the skin. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, uh, Xavier Debonair, darling. Ah, Xavier Debonair, new to orbs. Yes. Friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Uh, we have many friends of friends around here. <laughs> I can imagine. I'll introduce you to some people who can give you a. Orb 101. <laughs> that is good to you. I just, just finding something that can, you know, artfully lift the spirits, especially given, you know, recent events. It's not been quite pleasant in the news recently, has it? Oh, it never is. Never is. No, no. That, 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 that awful attack the other day. What was it, about a week ago or so? Are uh, you, she's a little puzzled as to what you're referring to here. Yeah. Okay, um, um, was it in, like, the news or anything like that? Oh, it was absolutely in the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, basically, this guy just went buck wild with, like, a plasma rifle. Or, what was it, sorry? A laser, laser rifle. A laser rifle. Yeah. Yes, I mean, such a, I'm, I'm, I was, I mean, I may be new to the orb community, but as far as vehicles are concerned, that was just a fine piece that was utterly demolished by such a equally beautiful weapon, you could say. Yes, uh. You might say it's a good argument to not own cars anymore. <laughs> My driver owns a car, not me. Oh, that's the way to go about things. It's the way uh, cars are not a good investment. They lose a lot of value as soon as they get destroyed by laser rifles. Mm. There's, there's so many better things to destroy with laser rifles. But yes, do tell me, who should I be talking to other than yourself at this wonderful party? Okay. So, uh, uh, What is explicitly your goal here? I'm trying to get her to sort of point me in the direction of just people like of the orb the orb community with air quotes that like look as nefarious as possible i want her to like point out the people of note yeah. and then from that selection of people she points out i'm hoping she'll be like 
oh, and of course there's this fellow, but we don't really associate with him much. You want to encourage her to gossip. I want to get this bitch to be a gossipy old queen. Yeah, Like, I want her to just just spill and start gossiping and just, yeah. Okay, uh, what kind of role are you going to give me for that? I think I'm going to have to go with a sway on that one. So I've got two... So is that just a... Yeah, a risky standard. A risky standard. Two die. Uh, The reason I'm pointing these out is that if these become desperate, then the results become worse. Yeah, yeah. That is five. That's five. Good. Um... She she plays into what you're doing absolutely. She starts like trying to do genuine introductions to start off with, but then like she realizes that you're in this for gossip. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and then she starts shit talking. Oh yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second, just to sort of just like amp it up and encourage her all the more, I've got like my little platter of just like <clears throat> space macarons. I I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'll have yeah. to come up with like a food list on my own of what Xavier really like just digs. Yeah. But he, like he just starts going to town, eyes go wide. He just really amps up these sort of like emotions that he doesn't really sort of get in too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, the complication here is that uh, Lulu does not care who is listening to her. <laughs> Just oh. like leading you through this place, and she just like gestures to this guy and goes, Him, you loud old lady. I love it. I don't care. You should hear what happens at his house. <laughs> oh, gosh, do his tell. Wife is fucking the pool cleaner, is what happens at his house. <laughs> and he stands there and he just frowns. <laughs> well, as long as the pool's getting clean, who cares? <laughs> So, uh, yes, uh, you've managed to ID, like, half a dozen people who are considered to be... Kind of nefarious looking. Kind of nefarious looking. Yeah, okay. I think... Are they sort of huddling all together? Do they look like they have, like, groups? Or is there, like, one dude or one gal that sort of stands out among the rest of these nefarious names? Um... I don't think anyone's standing out specifically. That None of them are grouped together is the thing. Okay. Uh, like, everyone's circulating at this Every- point. Oh, like, yeah. there are big socialization groups. None of the people she's pointed out are in those socialization groups. Okay. Yep. So, they're all the lone sheep types. Okay. I, I think at this point, um, I'm, I'm going to thank her for a time to do another, like, kiss on the ring and sort of start mingling my way around. But uh, as I'm doing that, I'm going to relay the information to my compatriots, just sort of these, these key people of interest. So. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think I've found a well a potential uh, suspect list here for our next what, what was it four five four four people of four people for the stun game of uh, areas. well it's probably three people because <coughs> there's one person already underneath one person the thing. already gone Captain Raleigh you're out from under the table yes and I would like to go investigate the orb yeah. <laughs> okay I'm gonna walk up to it the first thing I'm gonna do is to see if it's rigged like anything that's gonna like proximity sensors yep. that'll stop me from being able to touch it mm. yeah so I'm thinking and if there are any proximity sensors I'd like to rig them to not go off absolutely so I'm gonna make a rig roll for that yeah please do it's a three on a rig yep Um, four is fine. Four, yep. yep. <laughs> um, that that was a, a risky move. So, uh, 
I can tell you right now that it does have proximity sensors. They're very close into the thing. It's pretty much contact-based. But you manage to get them switched off. There's like some uh, sensors sitting around the pedestal that you can uh, disrupt. Uh, the complication is that the burner phone in your pocket buzzes. Ooh, I answer it. Oh, no, no, it's a it's a message. Oh, I read it. Uh, the, the message is three people left. I would like to reply to the message. Yep. Does that include me? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Um, you don't get a response to that yet. But you may get one. All right, so you want to touch this orb? Yes. I'd very much like to touch it. What's it feel like? Oh, God. It's cool to the touch. What's... I'd like to, like, start poking my fingers in, like, the holes. Oh. <laughs> if you do that, people are absolutely going to say something. Yeah, yeah, because I imagine mm. the reaction to you just straight up touching it wasn't great to begin with. It's fine. It's broken. I need to fix it. Yeah. There's, like, a, a, a an orb patron next to you. He's looking at this and sees you just stick your finger in and goes, well, what are you doing? It's fine. I'm an engineer specializing in precursor artifacts. I have actually here to investigate this orb because I hear that it's actually still powered and uh, may detonate oh the room. God. It may detonate the room. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. But that's what I'm going to poke the thing. I'm going to poke the thing to uh, check to see if it's still exploding. Oh, okay. Would you like to give me a roll for this? Yes, I will give you a sway roll. I have no, 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 nothing in sway. Uh, okay, I, I okay. would like to uh, assist if you want, because I got two sway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, the assist is just a flat one d. It's just a flat. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm. I'll still assist if you want me to. Yeah. Um, how do you assist? How yeah. do I assist? Um, I probably imagine I, I. It's so obvious when somebody goes over to, like, the, the big thing and starts poking at it. And mm. I imagine people starting to look over, and I notice too, and I oh, sort yeah. of... I, I sort of sidle up next to her, and I imagine just... Um, I go up to the, the main guy that was talking to her and be like, Oh, it's just, you know, just the technician people. I just leave them be. They can be a bit frazzled at times. You know that type. Mm. All right, so uh, you're up to a flat one dice. Yeah, yeah, work that class, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six. Yo! Six. Yeah, yeah. Take that gambit, son. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they completely accept all of this. Nice. Um, I think... Uh, oh, gambit dice. I forgot mm. about those. Yeah, uh, describe your ideal situation to me here. My ideal situation is that he 100% believes that I am a expert in precursor artifacts yes and everyone now knows that i'm here to investigate the precursor artifacts excellent um people actually start gathering around oh god no <laughs> that um oh. you, you've got yourself a small crowd they're all whispering to each other like this is a this is a psychic technician <laughs> Um, while this is happening, is there it's anyone? Going to disarm the orb. <laughs> is there anyone out of like the shady individuals that were pointed out to me that don't seem to start crowding around that seem to sort of like take the distraction of just sort of like yeah as like a opportunity? Good. Uh, you can actually only see point out half a dozen people. There are like th- three of them you don't see. Okay. 
very convenient. Um, is there like a like a darker corner of the room or like somewhere that'd be like the easiest spot to hide from, like but like near a service table or something, or just like behind the orb, even? Um, you probably wouldn't want to go behind any of the artworks. Uh, the the tables are good hiding spots here. Um, there's like a service area for all the weight stuff that are coming out. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine like even though because you said it was like a warehouse, I still imagine that they're trying to like dress it up. That there are like like just like like silk curtains hanging from like the mm-hmm. walls and stuff that they could try and like shimmy around and behind. I think I'll probably check out the tables and then go around to like all the curtain walls see if I can like see anybody that's particularly shady. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, like you've got everyone's attention over there. Uh, you can pretty much do this without anyone seeing. I think you see, you catch sight of one of the people you're looking for and okay. they go into the bathrooms, the bathrooms. Men, men's bathrooms. Okay. Um, you see them pull out a stun gun as they go in. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I would definitely like to try and, uh, skulk in after them. Yeah. Yeah. So I have nothing. So I have nothing in skulks. That's just a flat one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to assist because I'm making such a large commotion. Yeah, absolutely. That would work great. That would give you that extra die. It's a five. Mm-hmm. It's a five. You skulk in, but there is a complication. There is a complication. Yeah. That's good. Um, you're going to go in. First, I'm going to pass over to Rufus, yeah, yeah. who mm-hmm. has just climbed under here with this unconscious <laughs> body. The first thing I do is I eat the piece of food that I dropped on the floor. Okay. I, uh, I open up my my uh, mouth passage and then just mm-hmm. shove it into my my beak. I go. Hmm. Oh, so you got like full octopus beak? Kind of. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason I was imagining you with just sort of like a snarlack pit mouth, just like a circle <laughs> with just like multiple rows of teeth, like hidden behind a shell. But I like that the beak makes I'm not more savage. sense. <laughs> wow, that's racist. God damn. Mm. Then, then I take a look at this woman on the ground. Mm. Looks like a classic stun case. Oh, oh. Seen mm. a, seen a few of them in your time, huh? I have. It's yes. What we call it in the industry a stun. A stun. <laughs> stun. <laughs> mm. I enter into my mine mine palace at this point, and I go stunners. Regular stunners, over-the-counter stuff, work by uh, reducing blood flow to the brain, effectively causing the patient to faint. I I take out my medicine kit, and I take a vial of smelling salts out, um, and I crack one under her nose. So so your goal is to get her to wake back up. Yes. And then, um, uh, then I I see that like the dragon is on top of the body, um, Riley's dragon. I go get get out of the way, and I like, push the dragon off, and it comes back on. Get out of the way, and then it keeps like walking back up into the body, and I go here, and I put the the security equipment on the ground, and mm-hmm. and I point at it, and I go, do your thing, do it. I I know you're capable of doing it. <laughs> It, it starts pouring at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good dragon. Yeah, you really have no way of telling whether it's successful or not. Mm. Um, but I, I hold this vial of smelling salts underneath the, the woman's nose. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then, I, then I just wait. Well, uh, would you like to give me a roll here? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give 
a doctor check for that. Mm-hmm. That's a three. Uh, uh, oh man! Ooh. Um, good. <laughs> good. This is gonna be mm. fun. Oh, just standard smelling salt procedure. <laughs> Pulled the wrong thing. She should actually, wake back up calmly. They're any actually uh, adrenaline salts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has an allergic reaction to like olfactory senses, just in general. <laughs> She's allergic to every smell. <laughs> That's what we in the industry call a bum nose. Yeah. Um, uh, what you've not realized yet, you've the miscalculation you've made here is you've expected this to be over the counter stuff. Mm. Uh, or similar to your own stun guns that you use. This was actually mm. a lot stronger than that. Mm. Um, her whole respiratory system has temporarily shut down. Oh, shit. And uh, oh. you're just gassing the hell out of it. Uh-oh. Uh, I hmm. think you realize that. Hmm. We're going to need to do a nasal reboot. Mm. I'm so sorry. Please explain to me how that works. Yes, I will. Um, I take out. Um, uh, uh, it's a. It's just a, a face mask, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also take out this kind of viscous pink jelly. Um, uh, and I go simply pumping this through her should do the trick. It's going to be messy. Yep. Um, what this does is it pumps uh, the nasal jelly into into her respiratory system, into her lungs, um, and and effectively uh, simulates a coughing attack, but a good coughing attack. Just sort of coughs are good for the human system. Clear out the airway. Clear out the airways, indeed, and open them back up again. This one is is uh, bubblegum flavored. <laughs> oh Hence the pink. With color. any luck, there should be only minor throwing up. So you can give me another roll here, but this has changed to a desperate position. Great. Awesome. I'm going to give you another roll. <laughs> I believe in you. I'm going to Yo! take that six. Thanks. Um, That's another gambit another point. Gambit. <laughs> Thank you. Doctor first. Soldier, soldier second? <laughs> I mean, you're not really even a soldier anymore. Okay. So you've... Uh, Got a six on your desperate roll. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's you do it. A six is always going to be successful. It just means you don't get a gambit. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. because it was a desperate roll? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good? Yep. That oh, so it's that only That wasn't four... the aim. That wasn't the aim of the roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, can no, I just, <laughs> like, uh, for, for reference between risky and desperate, so uh, uh, rolling a one to three on a risky roll, as things go badly, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, you lose this opportunity. So you've already lost the opportunity to wake it back oh, up. Okay. One to three mm. on desperate. It's the worst outcome. You suffer severe harm, a complication occurs. This is <laughs> opportunity. Jesus. But a six. Yeah. On a six, you've managed to stabilize her but you won't be getting her conscious again okay basically uh, mm. she's also uh because you got that six like there would have been problems with the coughing noise but you managed to like a <laughs> muffle, muffle it out, her, muffle it out. <laughs> i like to imagine she's coughing and spluttering and all this pink goo is going between my uh my already viscous Ugh. mollusk hands and i go there there get it all back up get it all mm. back up good work Okay. Here's a sticker. <laughs> Do no harm. Um, <laughs> I um. Uh, she's 
She's alive. Yes. She's alive. She's stable, yes, yeah. She's stable. I'd like to penetrate her mind. Okay. Okay. Um, she's not conscious. She so, doesn't have a thought stream. Pass- oh. Hmm. So, like, puncturing through, like, to subconscious would be, like, a different thing. Yes. Hmm. So, uh, the, the entire idea is, um, as a kite, you have the ability to uh, tap into anyone's, like, uh, passive uh, mental flow. Um, the reason you do this is because everyone in kite society can do this. Yes. And you'll just communicate psionically with each other. Mm. Um, obviously, you can't communicate with someone who's asleep. No. I'll say, while someone's unconscious, you don't have access to that. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. No No harm, no foul. Mm. This woman is alive. I've done my work here. <laughs> she definitely has a pulse. Yeah. You did what you wanted to set out to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, Xavier. Yes. You uh, skulk into this bathroom. Uh-huh. Uh, in time to see uh, there's two men in there uh, both in robes one is is shoving like you heard the buzzing noise when you stepped in oh no (laughs) and he's just like propping him up in the toilet cubicle and just trying to leave it so that it's like he was sitting on the toilet he's just in there (laughs) has he noticed me come in or you were successfully in your skulk roll I'm successfully in my skulk roll okay Do we do we think going from the text that the people know who the other players are, or is it just like a like because because going from um um the unconscious person's text they didn't have like a descriptor of the other players just that there are other players. Presumably there would have been a brief. Yes. Yeah. So they would know who they are. So because I'm I'm thinking that if I tried to take take down this guy silently and take his stun gun that I wouldn't be able to take his place. I'm not sure I'd be able to get away with that. What, you what also I, know that they're not supposed to be detected. Yes, which you've yeah, done. Which I've done. Which you've just done. Yeah, but they haven't. He hasn't seen me yet. He hasn't seen me yet. Yeah. Okay. But the but uh, Ariel Snow might have. Yeah. Ariel Snow that's, might that's have. That's a factor we've got to consider: yeah. is that Ariel Snow is actually watching in on this. Yeah, um, that's a good point. And monitoring. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking the best thing now is now that I know now that we know one of the plays is just to keep an eye on them. And wait to see who wins, and then just follow them. Yeah, I think it's probably the best course of action. So I think what I'm going to do now that I've definitely got like at least visual evidence of some guy just like tasering another dude, just straight up like this is a guy that's playing. He is just going to skulk back out and just continue surreptitiously following this guy throughout the party. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you about your complication now, which occurred, yeah. which is uh, as, as you go to skulk back out the door, there is another guy who walks in that toilet door <laughs> with a stun gun out. Oh, no. 